0: Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company,
1: Golden, Colorado. Blue wire. The Arizona Cardinals select Kyler Murray.
0: And the 2019 Offense Rookie of the Year is... Kyle
1: this year's most valuable player, Lamar Jackson. See Jackson himself. Look at him. Back and forth. Oh! He broke his ankles. He is Houdini. Touchdown Patrick Mahomes with a rope. Chiefs are Super Bowl champions here in Miami. All right, guys. Welcome back to the Established Past Podcast, presented by Clutch Points and our friends at Blue Wire. I'm your host, Blake Lovell. With me is my co-host Dylan Reagan, and we are back here for another exciting edition of our weekly picks. And uh, we roll into week six of the NFL season. And as usual, um, at least now, Dylan, I guess uh, we have a a full slate of games at this point. Uh, as we're recording this on Wednesday, as we know. That can change very quickly uh, based on how the season has gone thus far. But uh, we're coming off of uh, that Titans-Bills game, which, boy, you and I are geniuses because we picked the Bills and said that uh, we felt like the Titans, all the, the turmoil, all the mess the last couple weeks. Um, turns out it didn't really affect the Titans too much in that one
0: no they looked incredible <laughs> Just completely dominated the bills it was it's kind of surprised how badly the bills came out flat i mean the titans played well not to take away too much from them but i don't think that was the best version of what we've seen buffalo's offense in particular do this season uh for the final score to be that uh, big of a difference what 26 points did not see that coming at all we yeah don't, just, if you haven't listened to the end of our last episode just please do not do that
1: yeah don't <laughs> do it um again I, I think we did pretty well overall in our picks but uh Yeah, not so much on that one. And this week, we'll see if uh, we can find a way to do that well with our picks. uh, Because uh, this is uh, going to be one, I think, and we spent a lot of time on this before we started recording, because uh, we both actually have several upset picks on the board. But the hardest pick was once again, the betting locks, because uh, as my streak continues, I had to put a little bit more thought into this one. And I think you're probably gonna be a little bit surprised which one I went with. However, I'm also going to put, uh, for the first time ever, a contingency plan in place uh, based on a certain element of this game. But before we get to that, we always start (laughs) with our game of the week, and uh, we'll get to our betting locks and upsets here in a second. But our game of the week, uh, we are both going to go with the same one uh, yet again. We've done that several times this season, but this is kind of the one that stands out uh, above the crowd. There's another one I think we could have put in Mm -hmm. contention, which we'll talk about here in a minute, but uh, the Packers at the Bucks. uh, the Packers are two and a half point favorites. And this one in Tampa Bay, and, um, I mean, this is, you know, this was one we circled on the schedule heading into the season, Aaron Rodgers versus Tom Brady. Of course, the Bucks coming off of that loss to the Bears, and I think, Dylan, because of that, I know the Packers have looked really good, mm-hmm. but I don't know, it's just something to, about this game to me where I'm like, all right, Bucks are coming off that that performance, and you had everybody on Tom Brady about how that, that whole fourth four down thing played out. I just feel like this is one of those Tom games where he comes out and just throws five touchdowns and all of a sudden things are back to normal. Uh, I know as he gets older, uh, that's something that may happen less frequently. But <laughs> at the same time, I, I'm just going to kind of go out on a limb here. I, I know the Packers have been dominant, but this is one that I think you just sort of go with your gut and something's just telling me that I think the Bucks are going to play well and maybe get a chance to win this game.
0: Yeah, I could see that definitely happening, and the fact that they're home underdogs. If I was betting on this game, I might go against my actual pick just because, like, all of the the numbers going into it. These two teams are not like it's not like a, a game where I feel like a road team, even without fans, should be favored necessarily. I think uh, the Packers defense still. <laughs> I know I, I say this all the time; it's still a big concern for me. I'm picking the Packers to win this game because I'm trying to exercise some demons from my doubts of them earlier in the year. So I'm not going to keep. Uh, doubting them (laughs) moving forward. And I I just think their offense still is explosive enough that Tampa Bay's defense, however good it's been is still going to struggle to completely contain them. And on the flip side, yeah, I, I think Tampa's offense yeah can probably put up a good amount of points if you got Tom Brady in fantasy I'm, as I do in one of our leagues, I'm feeling pretty good about it against the Green Bay defense. I just I feel like the right now I just can't pick against the Packers until they lose. It's not no. quite the same as it felt like with the Chiefs <laughs> before last <laughs> week, but nonetheless I it's I think it's gonna be a great game. I think yeah both it's gonna be a pretty high scoring. got an over under fifty four and a half. I wouldn't be shocked if it goes over that. The Packers also four and zero against the spread this year, so I'll keep that running. Whereas Tampa's two and three. They, I mean, but again, I, hey, this is a game where I just, I really don't feel like this should be two and a half point favorites on the road in Green Bay. I think it's going to be, you know, a coin flip kind of game.
1: This season has been so nuts. I think at this point, I'm, I'm on the side of I'm just going to start picking like some of these wild upsets everywhere. And this one wouldn't really be a wild upset, but mm-hmm. like we've just seen so many crazy things that, that have happened so far this season that. You just never know. I mean, going back mm-hmm. to that, that Raiders-Chiefs game, and just man, it's just been wild. And so, I don't know. This, like we said, we, we probably think this should be the best game of the week just based on these two teams. And I was almost to that point where I was like, I just can't pick against the Packers until they lose. And I was like, well, because I'm thinking that, I'm going to go back to doing the opposite. And I'm like, all right, I'm going to pick the Bucks. So, uh, we'll go with the Bucks here, and uh, you and I will see who gets to win in this one. All right, the betting locks of the week. We're going to let Dylan go with his first here because uh, <laughs> mine, again, is going to offer – a bit of a a unique spin uh, on mine. But, uh, Dylan, you're going to go to one that I honestly, truly think is probably the safest pick of the week. Uh, But knowing my thoughts on this particular team, uh, and now I even with this just a complete dominant performance they had uh, this past week, I still, I don't know, like this is just one of those. And maybe it's because I've just seen this team play so many Uh times throughout the years. And it's like, I'm always just waiting for sort of that that element, that shoe to drop in terms of like, all right, they're still doing so well. Well, they're going to come out, they're going to be flat, and they're going to lose the game they shouldn't. I don't think they're going to lose this game, but I don't just get a weird feeling about this this particular game.
0: Well, I think they're due because they've, against the spread, uh, the Tennessee Titans are 0-3 with one uh, game (laughs) where they push. So I think they're finally going to break through in this one. They're only three-point favorites at home, or at least I bet in line right now against the Texans I just I looked at that spread I'm like come on man like especially after what happened last night even without that even if the Titans have lost or if they barely won I feel like they should at least be kind of like a five point range maybe even six points I'd put them above the Texans yeah I think we're I know Deshaun Watson's great and I every time I talk about the Texans I have to throw that in there because I don't want to disrespect (laughs) what he's able to do but man they are just still so bad on defense. They're really leaky against the run. If you, I mean, obviously you're going to play Derrick Henry no matter what, but holy crap, their run defense has not been good. <laughs> Expect another big game for him. I know they're coming off this kind of shortened week, but, man, I think the Titans are easily going to cover that three-point spread. I just don't think Houston is, like at this point, across the board. They just don't have the depth to really make me that worried about them winning this game, let alone – you know, it being a, a, a point where they cover. I think the Titans, at the very least, would push with a field goal victory, but I think they're going to win by probably double digits, really.
1: Well, if we're doing the golden rule of betting, the line started at five and a half. It's dropped all the way to three. So if you go the opposite way on that, uh, you're probably sitting in pretty good shape here. But I, I do. Like, I, I think in my head, that's probably the one that makes the most sense in terms of all the games on the board we're going to talk about. But. I don't know, man. I've just seen some of these games over the years where it's like Titans come off with dominant win, then they follow it up with just a a stinker performance against someone that they shouldn't lose to, and uh, I don't know. But uh, I I still think the Titans are going to win, and this probably is the best pick. But to avoid taking yours, I decided to go (laughs) in a different direction. And in what universe we ever thought we'd be sitting here in this spot with me, my betting streak on the line, my lock of the week on the line here, And I am going to the Miami Dolphins to continue the streak. Um, That is something, if we had said this one year ago on this podcast, I don't know what people would have stopped listening. So luckily they're still listening because um, the Dolphins are nine and a half point favorites against the Jets. Yes, I am going back to the tried and true formula this season of betting against the Jets in every possible scenario. Yes. Um, and, And that is even with the Dolphins being nine and a half point favorites because the Jets are that bad. Um, I think the Dolphins, we obviously saw what they just did to the 49ers. They could, like the Titans, they could be due for sort of a letdown after such a huge Mm -hmm. win. Uh, I could totally see it. And that's where the difference in the three points and nine and a half points is pretty significant. But I just am so off the Jets bandwagon. They just released, you know, Le'Veon Bell. I know he's not the Le'Veon Bell of three or four years ago, but I mean, still, he's, I mean, come on, like, he's not, I don't think he's the worst running back in the NFL or anything of that nature. So, I, I just have no faith in the Jets here, and I'm going to go with the Dolphins, but Dylan, I am going to put a contingency <laughs> plan in place here. We talked about this before we started recording. There is a chance, or at least, you know, we know Florida, South Florida, this time of year, like, there's there's some rain, there's some storms. It seems like there is a pretty large chance of some storms and high winds in the Miami area for this game if you look at the weather report. So, listen, I'm just telling you right now, if you're you're trying to make this bet and you're thinking, all right, this guy right here, he's on a streak, he's done so well, I'm just saying I, I don't feel great about this because if that weather comes into play, this could be one of those sloppy games where the Dolphins turn it over five times, Fitzpatrick throws three interceptions, and all of a sudden, the you know, they end up kicking a field goal to win at nine to eight or something. Um, mm-hmm. So <laughs> I don't I don't love it because of that element. But uh, again, it is it is Florida weather. So that can change uh, between now and then. But I, I just I'm so far in the opposite direction with the Jets, even at nine and a half. I'm still confident the Dolphins win this game by double digits.
0: Yeah I think they are as well in terms of DVOA the only bigger gap between two opponents this week I believe is Philadelphia and Baltimore so yeah, yeah. Miami all the way at 13th and overall DVOA at this point a really impressive game obviously last week and the Jets not surprisingly in last um, <laughs> yeah they've played and they're also 31st in uh, past defense efficiency so yeah Fitzpatrick I anticipate him you know continuing to have success he's played well in acclimate weather too I, I feel like they'll They'll probably cover, and yeah, even pretty much every metric you look at, ESPN Power <laughs> Football Index. One of the bigger gaps as well in terms of uh, one opponent against the other. Miami, yeah, this shows you how far we've come with the Dolphins. Uh, it's you know we're confident in their what they were kind of building culturally. We had hopes maybe, but definitely doubted it what was going on with the Jets, and that's really panned out pretty well. And it's it's funny to think like these teams were kind of on the last few years, uh, you know, it's like which one of them is going to be the team that starts a rebuild that's actually (laughs) has some sort of level of success. The Jets, dude, have just not, (laughs) it's like, (laughs) it's only a matter of time until uh, Adam Gase is out at this point. I don't know if Joe Douglas, we'll see what happens with him, but man, it's, it's really brutal for them. I think Miami just on the field, the, the big thing and the reason why that there's that huge DVOA discrepancy is pretty much every unit, for both these teams is bad, except for Miami's offense. It's the only one that's above average in the NFL uh, NFL otherwise. So I just, I tend to go with that offense finding a way. And I really do think, yeah, the jets, man, I know they, they were able to play okay against the Broncos, but we the Broncos are down there as a team that's not really that good either. So I, I think Miami's just on a different level of their rebuild. the Jets I don't even know if they're what you could call that. <laughs> I think even to rebuild it's uh yeah. it's not really fair to call it that at this point.
1: No, yeah. they're the worst team in the NFL. And uh I think Jamal <laughs> Adams and Le'Veon Bell even are looking like two of the smartest people the nfl at this point uh in terms of uh, where they're at now i mean levy basically probably going to be able to i don't know what exactly it's going to look like we can probably talk more about that as we move along but i don't know who picks him up but um just clearly i think for him just a fresh start i think we'll you know put him in, in the right spot i still think he'd be being produced but uh i just man i don't know the jets are bad and like you said, the Dolphins. I could see this being a game of the Dolphins win this thing thirty-seven to nothing, and Adam Gase is fired on Monday morning. So uh, we'll see if that yeah. happens. But uh, I'll go with the Dolphins. There you go, nine and a half. But remember, contingency plan in place. If it's raining, if you start watching this game, if they're calling for thunderstorms, all this other stuff, take the Titans minus three. There you go. I'm I'm picking two this week to keep my streak. <laughs> One of those two have got to hit. If they both hit, we're extending the streak by two. So there you go. Um, <laughs> all right, upsets of the week. Uh, let's start with my upset of the week which is the team that i continue to talk about here as uh you know talk about teams uh, in opposite directions uh, i picked the cowboys to make super Bowl. that ain't working out too well but i did think the browns could be the surprise of the nfl and we've seen that to this point they mm-hmm. played really well um and now they're three and a half point underdogs at the steelers this is obviously going to be uh, this is the one i mentioned earlier that, that could have been the game of the week uh, if we wanted to pick another because uh, i think this is going to be a lot of fun mm-hmm. But I'm just—I'm going to stick with the Browns here. I—I I just there's something about them right now, and I know you know that win against the Cowboys. Like I don't know, like the Cowboys have not been good. We know that, but at the same time, I just for them to go on the road and win a game like that, and just kind of showcase what they can do on offense, but then to follow it up, kind of winning a a type of game against the Colts like they did. I just think the Browns have, have got all the confidence yeah. in the world right now and and I think their offense is more explosive than the Steelers offense. Obviously, it's going to be hard to do against the Steelers defense. You know, we we saw the Browns, I mean, early in the season going up against a team like the Ravens. We saw what that resulted in, but I just think they've hit their stride and so I'm I'm going to take a chance here and I'm going to go with the Browns.
0: Yeah, I think, obviously, you kind of mentioned before, there was one more game that we've considered for game of the week. Personally, I might be a little more excited for this, just because of what, potentially, yeah, we could see what Cleveland's really made of. This is a big test for them. They've, uh, outside of the Colts, have beaten some pretty pretty bad teams, but so have the Steelers. The Steelers, with their 4-0 record, it's not exactly a a murderer's row of teams they've beaten in the Giants, Broncos, Texans, and Eagles. Those are some of the, all those teams are in the bottom quarter of DVOA, some in the bottom, like, five teams. So, uh, for both teams it's a big test i'm i'm picking the steelers i t- i talked to blake before the podcast about how i really kind of felt <laughs> like i wanted to go with the browns as well i just feel like this is kind of Like for how much I do believe in what they are doing, and I think they have a pretty good shot with the as we looked at their schedule at them getting into the postseason, especially with that extra wild card team this year. I just I think this is the game I want to see them win before I start trusting them quite enough to make these picks uh, routinely, especially against the Steeler defense, which I still think is top 10 unit and that's one thing for uh in terms of the uh in terms of this front for Cleveland they've run the ball so well but this is the number one DVOA pass or sorry run defense in the NFL in Pittsburgh I think it's just going to be a huge test obviously I think uh you know the Browns are still going to be able to move the ball some but I I just have a feeling the Steelers are going to find a way to win I know the home field a lack of home field advantage Uh, definitely is a factor here i don't know if the spread what how what it would have looked like if there were fans in the stands how much of that impact is really making here but i yeah i'll pick the steelers they are my my team that i picked to win this division after all but man i think this is going to be just as good if not better than that that packers bucks game in terms of maybe it won't be as pretty with all the the passing yards and the 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 names of tom brady and aaron Rodgers. but i think this game is going to be a just a fantastic football game yep
1: i think so too this uh man to think again think to think think I'm picking the Browns to win by or excuse me, the Dolphins to win by double digits, and then I'm picking the Browns <laughs> and the Steelers is one of the best games perhaps of the year thus far. Uh what how far we've come in a season. Uh, that's the NFL. Things change so much uh, from year to year. But uh the other upset, uh Dylan, you're gonna have yours here and we're gonna be on, on separate sides of this one. I this mm-hmm. was a, I really struggled with this one because we kind of talked about in the last episode in terms of Dax injury and, and Andy Dalton stepping into a situation where I mean, you know, it's not really, you know, you're not throwing a guy in there that has no experience, um, you know, and hasn't succeeded Mm -hmm. at the NFL level before. I know he's older now, but I still think the Cowboys are, again, with that division especially, they're going to find a way to win some games this year. And this could be one that they do. I'm still going to pick the Cardinals, who are two-and-a-half-point favorites in this one in Dallas. Um, Mm -hmm. But I I don't love it because, again, we we saw the Cardinals, what they did with the Panthers, and and just, I don't know. I'm, I'm back to that point with the Cardinals I just, I still don't really trust them a a lot. I mean, because mm-hmm. how, how much can I be confident about in you if you just beat the Jets, right? And so, yeah. I, I don't, I don't know. I, I'm not back on the Cardinals bandwagon just yet because there was just something about that loss to the Panthers that made me kind of start questioning them again. But at the same time, that Cowboys defense is awful, and <laughs> I just think with the the style that the the Cardinals want to do, like we know what their offense is going to be. I feel like, especially against a team like the Cowboys, that can really succeed. And, you know, it just feels different maybe the, and mm-hmm. against other teams. And so I've, I, I'm going to lean on the Cardinals here, but this could be a shootout, you know, like the others, even with Andy Dalton, the quarterback. Uh, but I I don't feel great about this game. If we had to rank no. our picks for all the, <laughs> from all of these, like if we had to do it like the confidence pool, this would probably be towards the bottom just because I, I don't really know what to expect in this one.
0: Yeah, same for me. I really don't have that many upset picks this week. Maybe I'll change some uh, as we go along here. But this is one of mine. I'm picking the Cowboys to rally around the injury to Dak, but also, I, I mean, Arizona, yeah, they're three and two and we were talking about how we're not as confident in them, but their offense is still ranking 20th in DVOA. It's really not like for all the the flashiness and the highlight plays, it still hasn't put up the efficiency numbers uh, that you would anticipate for some of the talent they have. So that, that factor for me, how, how uh, Andy Dalton looked in his short uh, stint there at the end of the game for Dallas, I am curious to see what they're able to do. I think they'll be able to move the ball fine. I, I'm, with all the weapons they have that, uh, you know, we've seen Andy as we talked about kind of in the last podcast succeed when he has talent around him. So I think there are some good things going there. Obviously the Chandler Jones injury, another thing that just uh, takes away Arizona's ability on defense. So man, I I'm yeah, I'm picking Dallas as home dogs. I just, I don't, I don't know how I feel about Arizona being a favorite. It just felt, a little off to me when I know that even without Dak, like yes, uh, Dallas's off, off offense cannot be the same without him. But I think they can condense a game plan to a point where they're still going to be successful, and I think there's just enough for them to find a way to win this one.
1: Yep, uh, I just I don't know. This is another one. Like this could be kind of that <laughs> sneaky game of the week, just because it could be yeah. so crazy, like we've seen with a lot of other Cowboys games this year. uh But uh, we'll we'll see with this one. I just could be wild. Old NFC,
0: old NFC East <laughs> rivalry, right? Yes. <laughs> uh,
1: man, I think the, these two teams, uh, man, think back to those games. So, wow. Wow. Uh, Yeah, that's been a while. So uh, maybe when we we realign again, maybe they'll be back together. We'll (laughs) see if that happens. But uh, before we talk about the rest of ours and get into our Quick Picks, let's tell you about Indeed. Uh, Even though sports had a break, your business did not. You have to keep moving, and that makes hiring more important than ever. And Indeed is here to help. Indeed.com is the number one job site in the world because Indeed gets you the best people fast. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring, You only pay for what you need, and you can pause your account at any time, and there are no long-term contracts. Plus, Indeed provides powerful tools to make your search that much easier, like sponsored jobs, which are shown to be three and a half times more likely to result in a hire. With 73% of online job seekers visiting Indeed each month, Indeed is going to get you the important hire you need just like they have for over 3 million businesses. And right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Try Indeed out with a free $75 credit at Indeed.com BlueWire. This is their best offer available anywhere, so go right now to Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Offer valid through December 31st. All right, let's get to our quick picks here. We start with the Bears, the Panthers. Uh, man, I jumped on that Bears bandwagon for a couple weeks, and uh, I guess I'm back off of it again because uh, I'm going to pick the Panthers here. I know <laughs> the Bears just won that game against the Bucks, but I'm going to use my same methodology here. And that I just think the Bears coming off of that kind of win, I could see them in a letdown spot here. And also, I've just been more impressed with the Panthers. I mean, this—I yeah. mean, they've like we said, we were talking about the state of the Falcons, and we'll get to them in a second, but. You know, the Panthers were the team that was supposed to be at the bottom of this division and right now they're sitting at three and two and have a little bit of momentum here. And so I, I just they're they're starting, you know, that creativity on offense, just like we said going into the season with, with Matt Rule and Joe Brady there and, and adding Teddy Bridgewater and like you mentioned last podcast, they're doing this without Christian McCaffrey. I just think the creativity of the Bears' offense is going to be the difference here uh, because – excuse me, the the Panthers' offense, boy, Mm -hmm. that's a a big difference there in terms of creativity (laughs) with offenses. But, uh, yes, I think that's going to be the difference here for the Panthers.
0: Yeah, I'm going to the Panthers as well. Chicago, despite their record, they still have a bottom – let's see, bottom seven offense in DVOA. Whereas Carolina, I mean, credit to Matt Rule, man, and and Joe Brady. They're in the top ten in in efficiency right now, which is pretty – insane I mean we thought the offense could be fine but that's that's beyond what I expected at this point in the season and this early on in their in their you know establishing this program there in Carolina um so yeah I think this is a a win for them I I don't know I didn't feel comfortable enough to make it my luck because the Bears continue to find ways to win games, um, even against teams like Tampa Bay. That's really the first impressive victory they've had, although the victory itself may have not been the prettiest. But I just think, yeah, Carolina's defense also, they still struggle to defend the run, but they're completely fine, completely at league average and efficiency against the pass. I think that difference, Chicago's offensive line still has a lot to be desired. So, man, I, yeah, I think Carolina is the pick here.
1: Yeah, I, I think that's just, yeah, I don't know. This is another one, though, where it's like, you know, Bears could win again, and they're they're just sitting pretty. They can uh, win this game, so we'll see. Uh, these two teams, not necessarily sitting pretty right now, Lions to the Jags. Uh, Lions, three-and-a-half-point favorites in this one. I, I don't trust either one of them, but uh, <laughs> I'll take the Lions here. I, I just think the Jags are at a point where – I don't really know what, you know, I guess you could say the same really about both teams and picking the Lions on the road sometimes is not great to do. But, you know, we mm-hmm. saw the Lions win that game, you know, against the Cardinals earlier uh, in the season. And I, it's, the Lions are, are a better team overall. And you, it's, it, it's come to that yeah. point, I think, with the Lions where it's like, surely at some point, like, that's just going to give them a little bit of momentum, you know, for a while. But it just seems to never happen. But I this is one like, you know, we talk about job security and everything. The Lions have to win this game. I'm not saying Matt Patricia's going to get fired or anything right now, but it's mm-hmm. like these are the kind of games if you want to keep your job eventually down the road. Like these are the kind of games you have to win. And I, I think the Lions should be able to do that.
0: Yeah, I th- I'm picking the Lions. I don't feel really comfortable though with the, <laughs> no. the, the three and a half point spread. I feel like it's more of a field goal game either way. And yeah, I mean, Jacksonville, for ba- how bad their defense has really proven to be, uh, they're last in efficiency right now in DVOA, but their offense is still operating uh, in the top uh, 10, actually, number 10 there. So, I don't know. It's just, it's kind of a weird game. I don't feel comfortable with mostly what I would probably bet. And no one likes the root for the under, but 54 and a half. I have a feeling this is going to be kind of a weird game. That's like in the teens or one team gets to the twenties. I just have that kind of feeling based on in Jacksonville too. uh, uh, There will be some fans, but it's just not inside the dome. I, I feel I anticipate probably a really strange game, but yeah, at the end of the day, I think the Lions are the better football team. I think they're, you know, they're one drop away from being two and two um and yeah i mean they played the saints pretty well last week i just i just think they're the better football team so they're the pick but anticipate a, a weird game this game had this game might have some real thursday night football
1: vibes not really much to say about that one uh maybe, <laughs> maybe the less said the better with a game like that uh but this, could, this i don't know we'll, we'll see it's uh it's an interesting one falcons at vikings uh vikings three and a half point favorites in this one dylan will tell you this was one that i really contemplated in terms of my lock of the week. But uh, ultimately, I was like, I just don't, I don't trust the Vikings, man. I just can't do it. Even with the Falcons and, you know, completely changing coaches and and everything, you know, out of, out of just, out of sync with the Falcons right Mm now, I don't, trust the Vikings to the point of picking them even as three and a half point favorites at home. So that should tell you where I'm at with the Vikings. And even coming off of that performance against the Seahawks like they had. <laughs> so I think the Vikings are going to win. Don't get me wrong. But uh, this is another one where it's like, man, I, you know, we we always talk about when the teams make coaching changes in the middle of the season, they come out, they have that one big week. And then all of a sudden, you know, everything goes back to normal and they lose a bunch of games. I could honestly see that with the Falcons. Like, I, I'm not saying it's going to happen, but... Like I, I, I don't discount it either just because the Vikings to me are that kind of team that could come out and, and it seems like Dalvin cook probably not going to play. I don't, you know, I'm not saying Mm -hmm. it's not going to make a difference because he's a great player, but Alexander Madison, we've talked about him a lot. I mean, he's, he's very capable. And so I think he'll do just fine, but I, the Vikings, man, I just, I don't trust him.
0: Yeah. I don't trust them either. That's why I'm not picking them to necessarily, uh, to necessarily cover here, but I'm, I'm going to pick them to win. I just, I, I, I do think they should cover. It depends kind of what version of their defense we're going to see. Are we going to see the team that held Russell Wilson to Uh, including the sacks four passing yards in the first half. We're going to see the team. that almost gave up 30 points in the second half. They've run the ball really well. Atlanta defends the run much better than the pass. That's not saying much. Um, So I I feel like they should definitely put up some points on them, regardless of which running back they've had is back there, even without Dalvin Mattinson and Boone have, you know, been able to fill in just fine. So I I don't anticipate them having too much of an issue. It's, It's more of like you said, there's that factor too of the Falcons coming off the coach being fired. I just, I don't see, the same level of you know what and the opponent uh factor too that we saw with the texans a week ago against jacksonville compared to you know what the vikings do have talent wise they're still in the top 10 dvoa wise in offense so yeah i'm gonna pick the vikings and but when i look at this game it's just sad to think like we're only a few years back from the Falcons making the Super Bowl and the Vikings being an NFC championship game. And now these teams are combined one in nine. (laughs) It's like, what the heck? I mean, especially the Vikings, but it's crazy how far these teams, just in a few years, it shows you how quickly things can change in the NFL.
1: Well, you could sort of say the same for the next two teams. Uh, Although I guess their, their fall has been a little bit more um, sustained over the past uh, several years. Washington at the Giants, uh, the NFC East, the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, the Giants, two and a half point favorites in this one. Ooh, This is like Lions, Jags. Um, you know, there's probably a couple other games maybe we'll get to, but no, I think this is it. Like this is the game that's. If this was one of those, like if you're watching Red Zone, you're gonna, you know, you'll see some of this game. But in terms of like picking games from top to bottom, if you had to pick every single game from one through whatever. Uh, This would probably be the last one on your your list this week uh, to watch because uh, these two teams are not great. And I'm going to pick the Giants simply based on the fact that it's really not even, you know, kind of that game they had against the Cowboys. But I think back to that one we talked about with the Rams. And it's like, you know, you think about they actually played pretty well in that one. So I just the Washington offense. I mean, we've talked about it. I I just I don't know. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Giants here. And as I'm saying that Dylan is uh, (laughs) typing on our sheet and making the change here. And uh, this is going to I'm going to need a real good explanation for this one.
0: So yeah, I'm going to pick Washington. It's it it comes down to I I just have this looking at the (laughs) offensive line for the Giants against what the, what Washington presents on defense, and they're still even after last week, they're still in the top five in defense of DVOA with Chase Young back in there. I just I, I see that being the one matchup that that's kind of sticks out everything else is just so bad these are these are the two worst teams in dvoa and offense in the nfl they're 31 and 32 so yeah, I, I know you said we're gonna see them on red zone but it might be from turnovers <laughs> yes uh forced to put teams in the red zone because otherwise i don't see them, these teams moving the ball that well because the giants defense yeah obviously they give up a lot of points to dallas but pretty impressive effort the week before against the rams they're still kind of in the middle of the pack there dvoa wise But, yeah, that's why I flipped the pick. I just think that Washington's defensive line is going to be – that's just the one matchup where I see a mismatch. And uh, I don't (laughs) – poor Daniel Jones, man. I know he's getting – he's been getting walled no matter who he's facing. They face a really, really pretty uh, uh, disappointing defensive uh, front there in Dallas so far this year. Now they go against Washington who, for all their issues they have, I think we forget – after you know the first few weeks of the season how good that front kind of looked and how efficiency wise in terms of DVOA they're still ranking so that's why I switched the pick also we only had two picks that were different so here we go there's three now
1: (laughs) there you go yeah that's uh wow that's I don't know but like we said I think in a season like this we're gonna have a lot more like that um so it's just I don't know expecting these games and to be honest with you this next game, the Ravens at the Eagles, you talked about the difference in these two uh, in mm-hmm. comparison to some of the other games uh, earlier, but Ravens are nine-point favorites here, and, and I, I thought about this one for a bit, but I'm like, man, the Eagles are just one of those teams where I just don't, you know, we saw what they did against the Niners. Um, I just, I don't know, though, still, it's just there's something missing with them, and I don't know, you know, that they're going to be able to, we, we've talked about it, like, Maybe they wind up winning this division now just because of everything going on with the Cowboys. I would still, even at this point, as crazy as it seems, I, I think I would still pick the Cowboys to win this division. Yeah. Um, but I just don't... like that The Ravens, to me, are that kind of team that could just be a complete bad matchup for the Eagles because of how the Ravens play. And the Eagles, just on offense, yeah. I'm still not convinced that they're obviously where they need to be. And I just... <laughs> Like I, I don't, I don't necessarily. I'm not going to say this is going to be like a just complete blowout, but like I just feel like the Ravens are going to dominate this game because of the way mm-hmm. they play versus kind of what we've seen from the Eagles. And maybe I should have made this my lock, but I, I'm not going to do that with a nine-point game like this on the road.
0: Yeah, I thought about it. it. The spread was just too big, like you said, and uh, but I do have visions of what we saw from Joe Burrow last weekend yeah. <laughs> with uh, with just getting beaten down by Baltimore. Philadelphia's offensive line, obviously, so banged up, and uh, yeah, I just I'm picking the Ravens obviously to win this game. It's it's just that that spread, like you said, is just a little too big. But for yeah, we've seen the Eagles play. Better the last two weeks, uh, the you know last week in particular. At this point, I, I don't know how much stock to put into their victory in San Francisco, given what the Niners have given us. So, uh, yeah, I just think the Ravens are clearly the better team it, on the road. Doesn't really matter even if there were fans. Baltimore has played well in, in the last couple of years on on the road, uh, no matter what. So, uh, I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll pick them to win, but. Like, like I said, though, yeah, the total, total team DVOA, you got number one in Baltimore, 30th in Philadelphia. It makes you think that they should win by double digits, but hey, it's it's still, you know, I feel like what we've seen Philadelphia the last couple of weeks, if, if there's anything they've been able to do is at least keep some of these games closer.
1: Yep. I, yeah, it may be one that's close for a while, but I just, I think the Ravens probably find a way to pull away here. And it seems like Lamar Jackson, uh, he, he mentioned earlier that he was uh, at least physically feeling a lot better in terms of maybe where he was a week ago. So not great for the Eagles. So it seems like mm-hmm. speaking of the Bengals and Joe Burrow, they're on the road at the Colts. Colts are eight point favorites in this one. I also could see this as a game where, you know, Burrow kind of struggles a little bit um, yeah. just based on, you know, the, the setup here. And, and I, I almost thought about this one too. The Colts, eight points. <laughs> I I feel like the Colts are probably going to, going to win this game um, and, and yeah. could do it handily just because like I said, I, i I've, I've long-term I, I like the Bengals and where they're headed, but It just seems like they've had two matchups here in a row here with the Ravens and the Colts that that just aren't great for them in terms of maybe personnel and and especially just having an offense like that going up against the Colts here.
0: Yeah, I'm discouraged by what I saw from the the Colts' offense, uh, really, but – and that's a big reason why I didn't pick them to to cover this game. I'm picking them to win. I yeah, I just at this point, Cincinnati's offensive line is a long way to go. Colts have the number one DVOA defense, even after uh, giving up you know how many points against Cleveland yeah. a week ago. So I just I think they're going to bounce back in a big way. I think it's going to resemble maybe closer to what we saw from that Colts Bears game a couple of weeks ago. Really, probably low scoring. Uh, Colts probably being able to run the ball pretty well because you know Cincinnati just on you know. the As much as I want to be encouraged by their defense and I continue to talk about how they're, you know, ranking better than expected... Uh, I still still don't trust him and at this point yeah I, I just I see Joe Burrow as much as I want to be encouraged by him and I, I am excited by what he's personally been able to do it's just so obvious as the weeks have gone on how many missing pieces are still there and I think Indianapolis's uh, defense is going to have a big time performance
1: well I'm still rolling with Joe Burrow it's QB1 in my fantasy our, and <laughs> our clutch points fantasy league and I don't, have, I don't even have a backup so like that just kind of shows you like I'm pretty much playing him every week so uh, I do not really have a choice <laughs> our our backup uh in, in our league it's not exactly uh we don't really have many options out there on the uh, no. on the waiver wire so uh, maybe that was a a flaw on my part but hey i'm still sitting uh i think i'm in fourth, so <laughs> i'm okay with that through five weeks rolling with joe burrow uh need him to, to do something this week but i think it's going to be a struggle uh for sure broncos at the patriots of course this game is supposed to be played last week patriots are 10 point favorites in this one if this was nine and a half this would have easily been i think my lock <laughs> i would have said all right i'm all in on the Patriots here, because I think they're going to come out and, and dominate this game. Uh, Broncos, of course, uh, not so great news for them. Melvin Gordon uh, getting mm-hmm. charged with DUI and speeding, so obviously I, the expectation is that he will probably not play in this game. Um, but I don't know that it would have honestly made a huge difference because Patriots are probably going to be able to do anything they want on defense in this one. Broncos offense leaving a lot to be desired right now. You mentioned, Dylan, before we started recording, Drew Lock could play in this game. Yeah. Even if he does, I don't think that makes much of a difference. I think you know if Cam plays, and and I, it seems to be trending in that direction. Um, I would feel pretty good here about the Patriots taking care of business.
0: Yeah, I'm picking the Patriots regardless of who is under center for Denver, given how uh, Brett Reiping actually looked pretty decent against, obviously, the Jets, but nonetheless looked pretty solid there. But, yeah, only a couple minutes ago, James Palmer of NFL uh, Media tweeted that Drew Locke did practice in full today, so there's a good sign that he will be starting on Sunday. But, I yeah, I still think with Cam in the lineup, uh, most likely it's trending that way. New England's just, you know, as much as – uh, two and two. It's not the most impressive record. I, I was impressed with what their defense was able to do against Kansas city on that, on that Monday night game a couple weeks back. Uh, they get this extra week of rest. I think they're going to come out. I think they're going to uh, Denver, man. I, they're just not good. They're, they're <laughs> second to last in DVOA, only uh, ahead of the jets. Uh, New England, I think is going to sock them in the mouth and probably pretty cleanly cover this. But yeah, I just, uh, I don't, especially if cam doesn't play that 10 point uh spread is a little bit too much for me to put this as a lock but i do think then or the new england patriots will likely cover that
1: yep then we've got rams at 49ers uh rams three and a half point favorites in this one this one looks a lot better on paper heading into the season now maybe not so much uh, although i still i just with these divisional games you know how they are mm-hmm. like sometimes they just they can be a grind no matter what's on each side of the field and even with the 49ers coming off of that loss to the Dolphins, you feel like they're going to come out a bit more focused here mm-hmm. and at least probably put up a much better fight than they did against the Dolphins. If they don't, and you know, playing against a team like the Rams, that can get ugly in a hurry. But I don't really expect that. Uh, I do think the Rams are going to win. Uh, but I do see this being probably a much closer game, obviously, than we saw a week ago uh, with the 49ers and Dolphins.
0: Yeah, I anticipated it to be closer as well. That three-and-a-half-point spread, I would almost – just hedge by going on the Niners to, yeah. to cover yeah, like a three point Rams win would not shock me by any means. Yeah. I, yeah, I think San Francisco, because of that, that loss, that's probably going to play a big role in it. All, like 74% of the money it looks like is on the Rams, which is a big, <laughs> mm-hmm. another, at least on the Rams on the spread. So that's yeah. a big, betting go the other way kind of situation. But I, I do at the end of the day, the Rams offense bounce back in a big way against the Washington defense, which were s- still ranking really well um, in their efficiency. And they still were able to put up points, move the ball with ease. Uh, their defense is right now in the top 10. They do not defend the run well, which is a very scary thing against San Francisco. Cause if there's anything that they're doing okay, uh, well on the offensive side of the ball at this point, it's still, we know Kyle Shanahan, one of the best uh, run designers in the NFL. They're sixth in DVOA running the ball only 25th passing it. So kind of a bad matchup for the Rams defense that way probably keeps it a close game, but I, I still think, yeah, what we've seen, on uh, the product we've seen on the field through five weeks, it's hard to pick against the, the Rams against the Niners in this case. Uh, but I de- definitely think it should be a close game
1: looking at this line i may be looking at it wrong but it looks like the 49ers opened as three point favorites i don't know how that happened that's uh, crazy maybe this is wrong because there i don't i just don't <laughs> see why that would even be the case but uh man maybe but i i think maybe that was just put in the wrong place but uh who knows but that is the reason why the rams are three and a half point favorites now so uh chiefs and bills we finish up uh with this one chiefs are three and a half point favorites now at the bills this is one that probably would have looked a little a lot different too had the bills not just completely been terrible Against the Titans. That is why I'm going to pick the Chiefs here. Dylan, I probably would have picked the Bills, to be honest with you. Had the the Titans and Bills been a much more competitive game, I don't think I would have been scared at all to to go with the Bills here. But Chiefs, coming off that game against the Raiders, we talk about regaining focus. Uh, You would expect the Super Bowl champions to come out with a lot more focus now. And even in what's probably going to be a pretty challenging matchup here on the road against the Bills, you could, I guess, say the same about the Bills. I mean, they're going to be coming out more focused uh, after that game against the Titans. But (laughs) I just, I don't know. I'm I'm willing to lean on the defending champs versus a team that, while has been pretty dominant to this point, aside mm-hmm. from that Titans game, uh, I trust the Chiefs a bit more here.
0: Yeah, so. I trust them as well. I, I, I know we kind of joked about how they had a chance to possibly go undefeated, obviously. <laughs> yes. It was kind of an outlier last week. But I still think, yeah, their defense is still played pretty well. They're still really good against the pass. The the Bills, for everything they've done, well, uh, throwing the ball and on offense, putting up points outside of this past week. They're 32nd in rush offense DVOA, last place, and that's the one place the Chiefs' defense struggles. So it's just a bad matchup for Buffalo um, on that side, and their defense still hasn't really played up. Again, giving up over 40 points uh, yesterday, but uh, just overall this whole season, Buffalo's defense, one of the more disappointing units for me. I I really had higher expectations than them being down at 27th in efficiency at this point uh so yeah i think kansas city will eat on offense i don't think whether there was a crowd in the stands or not i would probably feel pretty good about picking the chiefs to win this one
1: yep so there you go there are picks uh for week six and as we said hopefully all these games are played and we don't have any uh switch switch you know having to switch everything around mm-hmm. uh yet again but uh we will see as we know things can change uh throughout the week here and we'll see uh, what happens uh, with the games but there are picks for week six, and Dylan, of course, uh, we've got everybody covered over at Clutch Points with all the action going on in the NFL. Uh, NBA is over, but uh, baseball, we've still got uh, the series going on here, and I know you're yes. keeping a close eye on that, as am I. Uh, <laughs> but let everybody know where they can find all of that stuff.
0: Yeah, you can follow the rest of the uh, Major League Baseball playoffs and the rest of the NFL season in the Clutch Points app. NBA-wise, yeah, still, even though the NBA season's over, uh, free agency's about to start up really in the next uh, few days here. So we'll have all that covered in the app. You can go to clutchpoints.com to the NFL section for all of our NFL content. You can search fantasy football. I uh, still have time. Uh, by the time you listen to this, your waiver claims will have processed. But we had the waiver <laughs> wire article go up. We, we're getting all the uh, stardom syndrome articles, all, all those things up. So we'll have all that covered, yeah, uh, Clutch Points, uh, if you search fantasy football. And, yeah, hoping that, like you said, that we just <laughs> keep rolling along. Uh, another week with multiple midweek uh, or early week Monday games this time. Yeah. So hopefully everything starts to get back a little bit more to normal after what has happened with some of these teams
1: yep we will see what happens there check all that out over clutch points and of course on the podcast any podcast app you use uh just search for us there and you can find us and subscribe there and uh, thanks as always to the fine folks at blue wire for all they do and thank you as always for listening and we'll talk to you guys next time here on the establish the past podcast let's talk to you about our friends at bet online the wait is over football is back and while you may not be at a game this year you can still be in on the action at bet online bet online going the extra mile to make sure you can get in on every possible chance to win the season from game spreads and totals to team player and coaching props bet online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else you can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. So just head over to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. And don't forget, use the promo code BlueWire at betonline.ag. That's promo code BlueWire, all one word. Bet Online, your online sports book experts.